podcast that takes you with us without kidnapping you. Travel Instigator. We bring our travel stories and some funny behind the scenes happenings to life in this fresh new take on telling travel tales. Travel Instigator. Are you ready to take off? Let's go. As seen in Swanky Retreats and Caribbean Living Magazines. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this episode of The Travel Instigator. I'm on with one of our favorite writers. She's one of ours, and I know she's one of yours. If you're an avid reader, you cannot skip Sophie's stories. And this time, we're talking about a gastronomic gallivant at Burley Court. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Tessa. Lovely to see you. Great to see you. Tell us a little bit more about, first, where's Burley Court? So Burley Court is in the Cotswolds, which I think is one of the really top tourist destinations in the UK. It's a largely rural destination, and it's partway between Oxford, which many people go to, obviously, for the university and its historic buildings, and the traditional spa town of Bath. So if you're planning on doing a tour within the UK that takes in both of those cities, the obvious place to travel through between them is the Cotswolds. It's got some really, really beautiful small villages um, with the traditional sort of chocolate box views of England with the stone houses, the thatched roofs, the little river running through the uh, cricket pitch in the middle of the village, all of the archetypal things that people associate with England. So it's, it's very quintessentially English, very, very easily accessible. Um, and just a, a gorgeous, gorgeous place to spend some time. Love it. And in this story, with gastronomic, sorry, gastronomic gallivants, what we do in this department within Swanky Retreat is take people on a gastronomic tour, if you will, of either a destination or a resort. And this time, Burley Court was our target. And it seems like it hit the spot. Everything you wrote about it is tantalizing. The the food was absolutely fantastic. So Burley Court itself was built in, I think, the early 20th century, late 19th, early 20th century as a private members club. And then in the late 20th century, it was converted into a hotel. So it's got a small sort of private members club feel to it. It's, it's not a large property, but it's set within extensive grounds because it originally would have had its swimming pool, its tennis courts and so on and so forth. And in fact, the swimming pool is, is still there. But what they've done is that they've made sure that within those gardens, they've got their own kitchen garden, so they're able to grow ingredients. And they have also, um, working with a a local girl who is a forager, so she's finding edible plants not only within their own gardens, but also within the neighbouring woodlands and the hedgerows. So she's able to find all sorts of plants, which I didn't even know that you could eat, um, but are local, seasonal, organic, and then make it onto the menu in the restaurant at Burley Court. 
That is spectacular. Can guests, you said guests can go out with her and forage or is this? Yeah, so this is one of the really cool things um, that you can actually book to do a foraging tour. And I did this with my boyfriend because both of us are foodies and it was about half a day, I guess. And yeah. we walked um, with Emmanuel, who's the, the forager. And it was absolutely fascinating being out with her because she has a background in a sort of botany and environmental science um, and is very interested in the balance of the natural world and how we use it. She was able to help us identify a lot of the plants because as, a, as an ordinary person walking around, you see all the plants around you and you don't know what they are. Uh, you don't know what's safe to eat. And even if you're interested in trying, you might be a little bit nervous about um, just guessing and getting it wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> and preparing it, or is this one better sautéed, or is this one exactly? You don't know what you can eat raw. You don't know whether you should eat the flowers, the roots, the leaves, and so on and so forth. But with Emmanuel's expertise, um, it actually gave us a lot of confidence. And since then, we've even at home been able to go and pick some of the same plants. Isn't that amazing? I love that. You bring it home, and now you're. It gives you a sense of confidence and sort of like. I can do this. I know I can eat that. And if I were ever stranded in a zombie apocalypse, I can like, <laughs> <back> on this. <laughs> I and love it. Just sort of even just walking around with her, there were lots of things that she pointed out that we could eat there and then. So there were edible flowers. Um, there were leaves from the lime tree. There were even nettles, which is something that I am always very wary of because typically you get stung. Um, but yeah. she was able to show us exactly which ones to pick. Um, how to how to pick them and roll them so that the stings break, and then you can put them straight in your mouth. I was absolutely gobsmacked. You're going to have to teach me that. You're going <laughs> to, have to. Growing up in Jamaica, all I, we call them prickles down mm-hmm. there, and every time I would, they were either stuck on my socks or in my bare feet. Yeah, and I was not a fan. <laughs> Maybe you can convert me. <laughs> but apparently, they make a very good soup as well. I haven't tried that yet. But, we'll do uh, that next yeah. project. We'll <laughs> Give it a go. That. But my, my absolute favorite thing from that walk was the wild garlic. And it doesn't look like garlic, but it's got the smell of it. And you often, and particularly in the springtime in England, you'll smell it walking through a woodland if there's bluebells because the two plants grow side by side. And I've often sort of smelt it and wondered exactly what it was. But with Emmanuel, she showed us exactly how to pick it. And then later on in the day, in the evening, we had... Uh, uh, sautéed wild garlic with the lamb and we also had gnocchi made from wild garlic and honestly those were one of the most delicious things I've ever tried in my entire life are you kidding oh again making me want to pack my bag and <laughs> and was that all in the oak room in the, in the uh, Burley Court's oak room restaurant yeah so the oak room is the main restaurant at Early Court and it's a, a beautiful um wood panelled room with a big fireplace and with full length windows looking out onto the garden. So there's a slightly, the sort of the environment is, is quite formal um, and the menu is a fine dining menu, but the service is incredibly warm and friendly. So it's not that you have to stand on ceremony. It's not that you have to be really dressed up for dinner. You can relax, you can enjoy yourself in this beautiful environment and with some excellent food. I love that. I love it. Yeah, the, your description and the stories of that would it makes me want to like imagine myself there in winter. I imagine cozying up in the wood paneled dining room with a roaring fireplace, all the quintessential British countryside things that I think of. 
I think it would be Maybe. ideal, particularly if you were with a group of friends or family, it would be a really good place to have a, whether it's a 60th birthday party or a wedding anniversary or some sort of event with friends and family and to book yourself in for the weekend. That sounds great. I've got a few years left till 60, but I love it. I love it. I love the thought. You can do it for 21 again. All right, perfect. (laughs) That's more my style. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So that experience and and the imagery that you've given, like of of the garlic and, and, and a plated set of vegetables in this issue are... Again, I, I can't say anything other than tantalizing. I need to expand my vocabulary, but <laughs> that's the word that comes to mind. I think I love what comes across in my writing is that I really love to eat. Ah, yes, <laughs> we all do, though. We all do. But I think the way that you put it in this experience of something so organic, if you will, literally organic, and so elevated, the coupling of those two, it, it's its not easy to find. Mm. And it's always worth the trip. I think so. I think there are certain things you can eat anywhere in the world. But when I travel, I like to eat something that's local. And that should be both in terms of local recipes, but also local ingredients. 100%. 100%. Again, that gives you that sense of place. It gives you that immersive experience which is why we travel i that's why i travel i don't want to necessarily stay in a big box hotel if you will Mm. and then try to sort of suss my way around the city to find the local vibe immersing yourself gastronomically physically it's all it, it all elevates the experience absolutely yeah and then you were you were talking in your in your piece that you were going to sleep well after this beautiful meal. How were the accommodations? The accommodation was beautiful, and I think part of that is knowing that you're in a historic building with gorgeous gardens around it. It's a very peaceful, quiet place. There's no road noise. There's no light pollution, and particularly if you've been out for a walk and eaten well you know that you have that sense of peace inside yourself and that always makes it uh, a much easier way to drift off but the rooms at Burley Court were gorgeous I mean my room had very much a sort of 1920s 1930s feel to it all of the uh, everything from the sort of the carefully printed wallpaper to the choice of the furniture to small details like the flowers um, everything just very thoughtful, very individual. And you know that this isn't somebody who, or a, a property where they've gone through and made a, a, a copycat uh, rooms. Everyone was, was different in its, its shape. A lot of the natural materials and the natural wood. And then, of course, these, these gorgeous, huge windows looking outside, which are flood, flooding with light into the room in the mornings. Dreamy, dreamy. We appreciate you, Sophie. We really <laughs> love you reading. And well, I'm glad that you love the same kind of places that I do. Absolutely. Because when you go to the English countryside, you want you, again, you're not, not that they have them, right? Like in Bath, a Crescent Hotel, you're going to want to stay somewhere that you're absorbing the history. You're living the moment. You're living everything that you read about or that enticed you to get book a ticket and get there in the first place. Yes. Yeah, and here we have it. Thanks again. And we do have a part two of another gastronomic gallivant that you wrote for us coming up next week. 
Thanks for joining us on our latest adventure. PETA is PETA Phipps, publisher, producer, all-around entrepreneur, and the travel instigator. David is David Blair, an engineer, travel cohort, blossoming photographer, and thinks he is a badass motorcycle rider. And he is very Scottish. <laughs>